You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Uh, Wheels, I made a mistake. I meant to say welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 days because we are 32 days away. Yeah, sometimes you say that when it's not 32 yeah. days. Yeah, well, usually I do, and then I have to edit it out. Correct. You edit that out? Just yeah. leave it in. What? You Do you think people think you're infallible and you can't make mistakes? Yeah. Well, among mistakes I've made, I don't have my... Mo- you think this is 32 movies? We don't edit on this show. I don't have a microphone today, so I apologize in advance for the poor audio. Oh, they noticed. Yeah. They noticed. Well, it's poor audio and we're yeah. discussing a poor team, so... Poor audio and, like, a yeah, yeah, poor yeah, so we're Okay, we're 32 days away from the Sunday of week one right now. Yeah. Uh, hopefully yeah. this is a relatively clean episode so I can post it today. Uh, we have recorded multiple episodes since the last time we posted an episode. We recorded a late night podcast that has not seen the light of day. And then I came to visit you in Long Island. Yeah, well, yeah, you were you were like tangentially involved in the late night podcast. That wasn't a 32 fans production. Well, I think it was. Well, I thought it was supposed to be it for. I, I actually bailed a few minutes into it because I was tired and bored. Uh, yeah, you were you were tired. You were which cranky. is how I feel now. Like um, so. Oh, so we recorded a podcast last week. Um, I came to Long mm-hmm. Island to visit you. We won't say more because we don't want to spoil it. Uh, if we ever do yeah. uh, edit yeah. it, it, it was like hours and hours. And this is this is different. This is different from uh, the, the 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 sleepover podcast has not been recorded for other re- for content <laughs> reasons. This podcast has fully not been recorded for technical reasons. Not been posted. You mean right? Not been posted. just because I started editing it and I was I got like two hours in and I had like forty five minutes of, of of playable podcast and I still have like hours to go and I'm just you know I've been very busy at work the last couple of weeks and I've just I don't know I, yeah you've been a little overwhelmed it sounds like at yeah, work I, so I haven't been so motivated and you've been pushing me you're like listen we got to get started on thirty two fans in thirty two days and I said to you I don't want to talk to any guests I'm sick of editing podcasts. Um, yeah. And so uh, you did all the work. So uh, we're here today to discuss the 32nd ranked team. I didn't even make rankings, so it's just your rankings, right? Well, it's not just my rankings. Uh, I, I had about eight listeners submit um, rankings. I think it was only maybe six. And uh, we, I, I cumed, I averaged <laughs> my rankings with their yeah. rankings. You don't like the word cume. Well, when you uh, type it, it just looks and, very dirty. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so the rankings for... I think we shouldn't say the team name in the episode name. What do you think about that? Well, like people right wait, now, if, gonna... if it's not in the title, don't know who we're going to talk about yet. Isn't there suspense? But we are going to say the ranking. It'll just say Team Thirty Two because we're going to go. You don't. You I'm sure have not read one chat I've I've WhatsApped you in the last three weeks. 
We're um, going from 32 but, to 1. So we're discussing uh, the worst from 32 team to 1. in the power yeah, rankings so, right now. Okay. And what if we, but I what think if we it should say never the, say who that is. What if we is? don't say who it is the whole podcast? We just talk about them in the abstract. Oh, that's possible. Yeah. We haven't gotten to it yet, and I'm sure we got more uh, to The go. problem with this team's quarterback is that uh, they have two quarterbacks, and neither one's very good. The problem with this team's coach is that he has no experience. Uh, the pro- you know, Should we just speak totally like that without any uh, proper nouns? <laughs> yes, we could be very generic, and it would cut it down to only three or four teams. Yeah. Um, what if we were trolls and the Patriots were the worst team in the league? Yeah, I mean, I've, I, they could be. I've paid so little. Like I told you, I'm less excited. Why are you so out on football? Is it because you're busy at work? What What is giving you excitement? Because f- sports is like, all right, fine. It's like it's a pretend life away from your real life. That's much more fun than anyone's <laughs> real life. What is exciting to you that you can't focus on sports? Or is it sometimes you just get so busy or people get depressed or people have life issues, whatever, like – what is it to you that you can't be excited about the best thing in the whole world, which is the beginning of the NFL? So season? you actually mentioned to me, and I think there's some validity here. You said, is it because the Twins are doing well? And I think that's part of it. Like, I have been mm-hmm. so focused. I watch the Twins almost every single night. Um, uh, I, I, I root for a team that uh, is much more exciting than the Twins. They even went to Minnesota and swept their side. Yeah, and behind. since then they've lost, what, and one I game, I think. I can still focus on both. Yeah. Yeah, we we are we're the magic elixir for the for the New York Mets. We went there rooting against the Mets. I was like, I literally told people like, I just want a good draft. Yeah. I and mean, they were seven hundred. And they're like thirteen and one since then, on. right? Yeah, they're three games over five hundred. Yeah. Um, so I think part of it is the fact that I, you know, I've been focused on the Twins every day. Also, we had in June at least. I realized why the Twins are good, by the way, play, with the Mets playing all these garbage teams the last few weeks for their win streak. Because the Twins get to play the worst teams in baseball history every Okay, so night. actually... Of course you're going to okay, hit six home so runs. So starting from August 1st to the end of the year, the Twins have the easiest remaining schedule yeah. in all of baseball. Oh, and boy. the reason is yeah. because they actually had the hardest schedule in... Uh, oh, they only played 12 games against, 12 games against the Tigers so far? <laughs> no, so in... Only, only got the Royals yeah, five well, times? No, so they, they didn't play the Tigers and Royals at all in June and July, which is why they were only like a couple games above 500 then. Um... Yeah, not now they get those teams a lot. And the Indians, who had the easiest schedule in all of baseball in June and July, which is why the Indians won like 80% of their games, now they have, I think, the hardest schedule. So, um, yeah, so you're right. Like the, Having the Tigers and the, um, and the Royals in your division is very beneficial, um, and, and which is why I think the Twins are in a pretty good position, even if you know, they're, they're starting tonight a, a massively important four-game series against the Indians. They're up two games on the Indians right you're now. You're going to get your heart broken so badly. Yeah, but I don't – this year is just going to be a hard even, But again, even if the Indians come in and win three out of four and come out of the series tied, the Twins are still like six. Oh, I'm talking about October, not August. I'm oh, no, about the October Twins are going to lose to the Yankees out. in the playoffs. I know that. That happens every year. Like uh, The Yankees' like worst hitter would be would be the best player in the history of your franchise. Yeah. Um, every single guy in the Yankees somehow has a 1,400 OPS. Well, only, only against the Twins, but yeah. So... Um, well, well, fourteen thousand against the Orioles. Well, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, the Orioles. By the way, the Orioles and the Blue Jays are as bad, if not worse, than the Royals. Now, the Twins obviously benefited for a decade. They made the playoffs every year in the aughts uh, because their division was garbage, mm-hmm. and and the and everyone in the AL East yeah. was good at some point. So, um, yeah. But the AL East, the bottom of that division, is is quite poor, also. But anyway, so yeah. So where the Tigers are bad, which isn't that frequent, they are so bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ron, <laughs> like bad Tigers. You don't hire team. Ron Godden hire as your manager because you want to win. So. You hire him because you don't want to like saddle the coach that you actually care about in the future with all those L's on his record. 
So, <laughs> do you realize Pete Alonso is going to break the Major League Rookie Home Run record? I hope he does. Or National yeah. League, oh, sorry, I'll, Rookie Home I Run hope record. He does. I'm happy uh, for you. In like three days, yeah, I'm happy for you. Do you realize the Twins are going to break the all-time se- single-season home run record before this month is even over? And there's a whole month to go yeah, after that's that. Crazy. And then it'll be broken six more times by the Yankees and other teams. Um, do you? And also, uh, you know what the Mets off the top of your head? You know what the Mets uh, single season home run record is for a team? I will say, Not, uh, like individual uh, for a the, player. Yeah, for a player. Sorry. Um, well, I know that. Um, what's the catcher? The non Piazza catcher who had forty one year randomly in like ninety six. Todd Hundley yeah, had forty one. Not so randomly. He was an all star for a long. Well, time. Well, I mean, but I, I assume that he was on a lot of steroids because did he ever hit twenty five in a season other than that? Hunley? No, he was. Yeah. D- you don't remember when they when they traded for Piazza and they tried him in the outfield? Yeah. And it was th- just an insane disaster. Um, so I, I would guess. So he was Bichette ass. So, right, so he had forty one. Has anyone had more than forty one for the Mets? Strawberry? Yeah. Did he? He had like thirty seven, thirty eight a lot. Did he ever get above forty? I don't know. Yeah, he's. I think he's thirty nine. Okay. I think. Or yeah, if Beltran and Hunley have the record of forty one. Okay. Again, this team has been around for uh, for uh, about sixty yeah. years almost, and uh, forty one. Well, the, the Twins the went. So Alonso is. Has three in a row. He's at Between 1987 and 2006, over that 20-year period, mm-hmm. baseball had the highest binge mm-hmm. of offense in general and home runs in particular in history. Guys like Sammy Sosa hit 60 mm-hmm. a year every year. During that 20-year span, the Minnesota Twins yeah. did not have a single player hit 30. Ron Coomer. Did not have a single player hit 30 in a season. Yeah. So don't yeah. tell me about Ron Coomer, power drops. But, yeah, but now we're making up for it, and now every, pl- like, every player on the Twins has 30 home runs this year. So... It is funny because in fantasy baseball, and I know this is a football podcast, fantasy baseball, every night I'm like, ooh, five home runs. It's like two from Alonzo, one from Conforto, one from McNeil, uh, and that's just the Mets. Like, you literally get five or six a night, and you don't even move up in the, in the, in the standings in fantasy because yeah. every single pl- guy has, like, seven home runs yeah. a night now. Nelson Cruz has 20 uh, home runs, like, this week, so it's yeah. absurd. Anyway. Uh, so I'm glad that we're uh, already like – so you said you wanted yeah, – one, one of the best parts about seeing the game in person, Nelson Cruz, my favorite swing in baseball. I was a big Vladdy swing guy, but Nelson Cruz, what a sweet yeah, swing. Yeah, he's got a nice one. Anyway. Boomstick. So you said um, you want each episode to be exactly 32 minutes, so I'm glad we've already wasted nine. 32 yeah, minutes. So we've wasted nine minutes of the worst team okay, in the league but, uh, talking about baseball. So that's good. Yes. But you have done zero seconds of research for these for this episode and the next one I think we're going to record right after, right after this. Is that correct? Yeah. So so let's go back to why I'm not excited about football. So part of it, I think, is I've been, I've yeah, been yeah, very into baseball. Part of it is, you know, let's be honest, in, in not so much now, but in June and early July, we had the, the most lit NBA offseason we've ever had. So there was a lot of sports going on mm-hmm. in football. That had no effect on your team, by the way, just just the general sports. Yeah, well, there was a not, chance not for D'Angelo Russell to come to Minnesota, and now they're talking about Chris Paul coming to Minnesota. Oh, that would have that would have changed the the shape of the NBA. Yeah. Well, it changed the shape of my team. Um, so that's mm-hmm. part of it. And then also, as a Viking, like coming into this Viking season, so you know, two years ago, obviously, you know, we we blow the NFC Championship game. We come into last season, we get the marquee free agent, and we come into last season as one of the top favorites in the league. And, you know, completely collapse in week 17 against a Bears team that isn't even trying. In fact, they were trying to lose. And now I've looked at the team and I realize like, the Vikings are locked into like between seven and nine and, and 10 and six best case scenario for the next like two years, basically. They have no, they're not going to bottom out, but they also have no chance of being like, you know, a, a home field advantage kind of team. So it's like, uh, I mean, it, I, that's, we'll, we'll talk about the, Vi- we'll, the spoiler, the Vikings are not 32 or 31, yeah. but uh, they're going to, they're going to be know, like 12 the, or the, something, the, which is the top of the NFC is a lot of B pluses. Yeah, but, but there's B, you never know. There's B pluses there. with anyway. an avenue to get to an A and I just, the Vikings don't have that avenue because their offensive line is such a massive hole. So I have zero excitement for that team, like literally none. 
Kirk, Kirk Cousins uh-huh. is just such a milk toast guy. He's hard to get excited about. I mean, if they if they go up seven nothing in week one, you'll be all in on the Vikings. I just I'm telling you. Plus, like you care about fantasy so much, you're not going to dive into everything for fantasy. I don't care about fantasy. I care about my own charts. I don't care about these leagues. I have to be in with eleven idiots who don't know how to follow basic rules. You. All you do is is e- email me begging me to join your stupid fantasy okay. league. Your your salary. First cap of all, I don't even I don't even want league. you in our league. There's one member of our league. You are be- you literally have been begging me all day. This is not I've been true. begging you on behalf of Amy because Amy wants you in. <laughs> no, you want me in this league more yeah. than anything. You're trying to. You want me in this league. You this need league me in this league. Right who are you gonna put there, Lieutenant Goldberg? <laughs> yeah, we yeah. don't need any more. It's not we don't need any more Jews in our league. Um, all right, so let's talk about the thirty-second ranked. Uh, can we say the name of the team? Can we sing the song? Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Dolphins Miami, Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, number thirty-two. Miami Dolphins, number one. Number thirty-two. Yeah, number thirty-two. Yeah. So my kids know that song because my wife is a troll who taught it to them when she was mad at yeah. me. So she so. Uh, they wouldn't root for the Jets. They do root for the Jets. They don't like the Mets. Yeah. Um, All right. So we have to talk anyway, about the Dolphins. Uh, but who's our guest? Yeah. So, so I, I told let me you, tell you I'm not scheduling I've anybody. You're scheduling all 32 guests. Yeah. So who did you get us for the Dolphins? Yeah. Uh, no, we're not having any At guests. All. We may have one or two along oh, the wow, way. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I yeah, hate because guests. Because booking, booking <laughs> guests sucks. It took us 90 minutes to start this podcast, just me and you. We had tech issues. There's, there's no way... We, it would have been very rude to have someone like take the afternoon off to have this podcast and then basically totally last year you didn't show up to most of the episodes and then I didn't show up to a few. We were almost never together. It was just one of us talking to a guest, which was fine. Yeah, better that way. Uh one on one conversation, sometimes better than the two on one interview. Yeah. Uh you refuse to even answer basic questions about how we should do the podcast. If I'm best you say I don't care. Yeah. You 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 refuse to you, you asked me not to CC you on a single email. Uh, I, this is like a marriage in which n- we're never both in the mood. Like sometimes you'll be like super in the mood. And I'm like, I'm not into that, but I'll do it anyway. Cause I'm a good spouse. And then sometimes I'll say, what about this? And you're like, no, I'm not doing that. That's not, I'm not yeah. doing that. Sorry. You could do that if you want. I'm not going to be on the Now, the show. irony is I, I spent all week actually focused on the city of Miami, but uh, not the dolphins. In fact, I had a call with the mayor of Miami today. So I've been very focused on Miami. Oh, that's such but, a, it's such a brag, but no, it's it's not a, it's not a brag. Nobody like there's zero people who care about that. So, um, well, why do you say? Because it's just funny that we're talking about the Dolphins. And bleep it out, been, bleep out, Mayor. Of I've Miami. been talking about Miami all day long and all weekend, so that's why it's just sort of ironic that we're starting there. Okay, yeah. all right. So, but I have done a lot of research. Uh, we don't have our guests on, but I've been emailing our guests, mm-hmm. uh, like our normal like Dolphins stealing expert, their nuggets, whoever Team Thirty One yeah. is. I've emailed. Okay. Them. And yeah, I, I said, give me some nuggets. I asked, I literally asked them questions and had them answer in sentence right. form. Uh, I bought a bunch of books and Football uh, Outsiders and Pro Football uh, Focus. What and do you mean books? I've done a ton of research. What book is there that one could possibly acquire that would lend any information to the 2019 season? Oh, Warren Sharp, Football well, Outsiders, Football Outsiders. When you say yeah, they're physical books that I have in my hand. I mean, it's a magazine, really, but or. or also, no, a that's book. book. They're both it's books. hardcover. Football Outsiders is like 600 pages, like Baseball Perspectives. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like Warren Sharp. It's a book. And also, we don't... By the way, Duke Johnson was traded yeah, today. Warren anyway. Sharp is all into that trade. Well, dude, I, it was, it, I, so I saw the trade. I'm like, okay, that's a good trade. Sixth round pick. And then I saw it's a fourth. that could be a third. That's a little too high yeah. for me. Because they would have cut him anyway. Yeah. Once, once the quarterback insults Duke Johnson, once Baker Mayfield basically says, oh, he doesn't want to be here, there's no comeback from that. He was getting traded or cut. Yeah. So... He's a good player, but that's a little high for a guy who he probably could have got. Yeah, but Baker Mayfield, the, the, the Bryce Harper, the NFL, by the way. It's 
possible. Yeah, a little bit, uh, except, uh, you know, I think he's good. But we'll mm-hmm. talk about the Browns, not today, not tomorrow. Okay. Um, all right, so the the Dolphins, I, I think I could name, like, all 22 stars for, for every team that we've seen wow. recently okay. so far. Right? I think we should do a test. We should do a test beforehand. Not right now, because, like, the depth charts are sort of uh, in flux still. You should ask me, like, just random team starters, uh, you know, when we get up to, like, the fifth to last team when I've done research for everything. All right. Now, I have done uh, absolutely zero research. Because I have nothing else going on. I've done zero research for the Dolphins. How many starters of theirs could I name? Could I name ten? No, definitely not. Could I name five? Oh, so let's do that. How many? This is a good game. This is a good roster game, but for starters, because we're not going to do the roster game so much this year. AB, I know, loves the roster game. A lot of listeners die for the roster game. They love it. How many starters can you name for the Miami Dolphins right. without getting one okay. wrong? All right. I'll give you three X's. Right. So at quarterback, I mean, is it, I assume it's Fitzpatrick for now. You just name jo- players. You know, it doesn't even have to be okay. starters. Name so Fitzpatrick and Josh Rosen at quarterback, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. And running back, they have Kenyon Drake, yes. and they have Kalen Balazs, who is a great name. Yeah. Uh, and yep. you can yep. tell I've done a little bit of fantasy research. So at wide receiver, yeah, they have fans. the same wide receiver they've had uh, for the last like decade, which means Kenny Steele's and Devontae Parker. Right? Yeah, minus Amendola. They don't yeah. have anymore. Um, well, Amendola was on the Patriots. but um, And then who else? Let's see. Their offensive line. No, do I know anybody there. on their offensive line? Um, oh, do they have Laramie Tunsil? Well, you also you missed uh, Albert Wilson. You missed Albert Wilson, and I guess Jakeem Grant also. At yeah, I don't care who their number four receivers. Is Laramie Tunsil on this team? S- no, Albert Wilson's smoking good. weed out of a gas gas. Yeah, mask? Laramie Tunsil's like the best player on the okay, whole team. All right, he's he's the best player all on the right. whole team. Um, Second best player. So how many? So how many have I named? Including the backups, I've named what seven guys. Uh, seven yeah. guys. You haven't gotten a single guy on defense. Oh, okay. Well, I was thinking. Well, okay. You will not get a guy in the front. Okay, seven. so let's get to the defense. You will not get a guy. All right. In the front so they seven. have they have uh, Kiko Alonso, the hero of the Cuban American community, there. Yeah, he's bad now. And um, um, am I going to get to 10? I don't think the, so. Their best players are in the secondary, other than Lerner, Oh, Lerner, oh Lerner secondary. Oh, uh, Mika, it's Mika not Fitzpatrick, a... is he on their team, right? Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, if he's one of their best players, uh, there's a reason this team is ranked number 32. <laughs> it's weird because it's not a normal 32 team. Uh, they, like, this team could easily go... Six and ten, seven and nine. This isn't this isn't a lock. There very rarely is a team. Maybe the Browns two years ago. It's like, oh, there's no way this team could win more than a couple games. Uh, this team can't win, make the playoffs. But like, remember, Fitzpatrick started last year with three four hundred yard games. Fitzpatrick, like we think of him as the backup, he's been a starter. I think this is going to be the seventh time in nine years he's okay. starting. Week Hold one, on a second. Right? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Fitzpatrick started with 400-yard yeah. games last year because Tampa Bay's offense was loaded. They had two Pro Bowl tight ends. They had three Pro Bowl wide receivers. Now he's throwing to, Ken- I'm just he's saying, throwing to Kenny he's Steele's and like... Devontae Parker. There is n- yeah. the Dolphins. I'm not saying he – yeah, I'm not saying like – What's I'm the Dolphins over-under? Fitzpatrick under? is the best player what's in the, the NFL. What's the Dolphins over-under? Six, five and a half, something like that? Uh, I think it's five and a half or six, yeah. yeah. The – the that could be your job, by the way, just looking up teams over unders because I don't I, I hadn't had that. So the Dolphins, let's rewind a little bit to last year. The Dolphins go seven and nine. Yeah. I, I, I I sorted out uh, ten point wins and losses for every team. Okay. okay. Do you want to guess how many how many double digit wins out of the seven? Very solid seven and nine I'm record. I'm gonna say zero. Zero. They had more wins on Hail Mary <laughs> ludicrous laterals than they did yeah. by more than eight they points. They had more no, wins no in which the last defensive player to touch the uh, offensive player was was uh, Rob Gronkowski, I think. Yeah. Although he actually yeah. didn't even touch the guy. He, he uh, whiffed on that play, didn't he? No, yeah. he whiffed. Uh, and how many of their nine losses were by double digits? I'm going to say six. I remember they got destroyed by Houston on a, on a, on a night game. Yes. 
Eight. Eight. All but one of their losses were. So this is, we're talking maybe the worst 7-9 team yeah. ever. And they were unbelievably bad. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, so they upgraded from Tannehill. Wait, they upgraded? Fitz Th- and That's Rosen. not an upgrade. No, Tannehill was really bad. Tannehill, like, never came back from the injury, okay? I mean, uh, um, if, 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 if they I get out of Fitzpatrick know, and Rosen, uh, what they got out of Tannehill last year, that would be, uh, other than the health, but if at the performance level, that would be a win. Yeah, so Adam Gase, by the way, you have to check the 32 minutes. Uh, and when, it, when we're over here with 32 minutes, the podcast is over, even if we're not, like, in the middle of the okay. sentence, okay? all right. Um, Can we talk about baseball Adam, some more? So Adam Gase, no, Adam Gase to, to uh, Brian Flores. Now, we talked a little bit last year. This is one of my pet peeves. Coaches that have only been a coordinator for one year becoming head, becoming head coaches uh, has a very, 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 very poor success record. Well, Brian, Brian Flores technically has spent, you know how many years as an offensive, or, uh, excuse me, as a defensive coordinator? Was it less than one season? How many years? It? Was, yeah, it was yeah. zero because I, it was technically one full season, but, but they, ne- they, they didn't. Uh, name him the DC after Patricia yeah. left. I'm sure for you know uh, contract <laughs> reasons or something. So he's technically never even been a coordinator, and he's the head coach. He's 38. He's from Brooklyn. I will say, uh, coaches from the Patriots regime, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Patricia might be the worst of the whole yeah. bunch. You know. Yeah. So this is a Patricia Belichick. Uh, at least Blyde Flores doesn't have any allegations. Uh, so I'd be like Twenty year old allegations of sexual assault, though. So. No oh boy. Yeah, uh, and people like uh, the GM Chris Greer. I think the early reports have been positive. I spoke to our long-term Dolphins guest Mike Woodburn, and uh, he's much higher on on the GM Chris Greer than he is on. Now the this coach team's Brian goal Flores. is to get the number one pick next season, uh, next year in the draft, right? I don't see. That's the thing. I don't think they're really trying to tank, and it's also silly because like players never try and yeah, tank. Because yeah, yeah. why do you want to lose and have someone yeah, take yeah, your yeah. job, right? So why would a quarter, why would Fitzpatrick or Rosen say, oh, if we get the first pick, that's like really the only way we'd for sure yeah. be out of here next yeah. year? Well, obviously so, the, and players, coach the players and coaches that because are coaches get fired after one year. Talk about the front office and the team so they then, put together. Uh, so uh, it's very hard. I mean, you could shut a guy down in the NBA. It's very hard in football to lose on purpose. Once you could not get good players, which they did, but they didn't. You know, you could have gotten a fifth round pick for Devontae Parker, right? They didn't no. do that. They could have added. You know, there they is have a no picks, world in which Devontae Parker could get you a fifth round pick. Duke Johnson just got a fourth round. Duke pick. Johnson again. I think your thing fancy. No. Like Devontae Parker is not as bad look, as you think. Albert Wilson's not that. Look bad. at War- you could have gotten fifth or sixth round picks for every. No. Game. Well, look at Warren Sharp's numbers. Trade freaking Kenyon I mean, Drake. War- Kenyon Drake will get you a draft pick. He's actually good. Look at Warren Sharp's numbers for Duke Johnson. Okay, there's a reason that he likes that trade. Devontae Parker has been like a fantasy sleeper mm-hmm. for like four years in a row and has never had what even in even fifty, sixty catches in a season. I don't know what he's done, but he's been a massive disappointment everywhere he's gone. Mm-hmm. He had 24 catches last year. Yeah. So I asked. Yeah, and, and I, yeah, I, and I think one touchdown, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Uh, yeah, he has I, never. I asked, uh, he Mike has Woodburn never had 60 fan. catches in a season. He has never had 800 yards in a season, and he has uh, nine total touchdowns in his entire career. He's not, and he's now 27 years old. I'm sort of higher on Albert Wilson. Yeah, he. So there's none yeah. of these guys are getting you any value. I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, listen, there's a reason this team's 32. Yeah. I'm not making a they, – they have no players in the pro football focus top 100, so they really have no, to quote my Lombardi, blue chip yeah. players, right? Tunsil, you could make an argument for. Pro football focus also has a really stupid thing where they penalize penalties way too much. So so Xavier Howard is really, uh, like, definitely a, a top 100 player, maybe much higher than that, but he gets a lot of penalties, so they hate on him for that. Uh, uh, who, who did you just mention? They really Xavier have, Howard? Uh, yeah. Okay. Never heard of him. He's, he's their best okay. player. He's you said Larry Tunsil was their best player. Um, uh, I said I, I said uh, on offense. 
Yeah, Tunsil is probably their second oh, best Oh, Xavier Howard is that guy from, from, from Baylor from last year. Okay, I see. Yeah, okay. A couple years ago. Um, okay, so so I said – I asked I asked Slaner, I asked our Dolphins guest, uh, do you think that uh, 32nd is too low or too high, whatever th- whatever you're It can't be too low. <laughs> and he, he did not think so. I don't, yeah, high, low, I don't know. Well, I don't mean should they be 33. Yeah. I just don't know if it's – you know. Yeah. We've, um, we've had bad luck with uh, the 33rd fan on this podcast. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to mention that said, every what's episode. The best case... so much. Oh, jeez. What's the best case scenario uh, for um, for the Dolphins this year? And he says, Rosen really turns around, becomes a no-question franchise QB. None, uh, none of that. Tannehill looks like he could become one next year. Let's wait and see. A legit eye-popping franchise QB. Spoiler, that will yeah. not happen. Uh, not to speak, not to speak ill of a fellow Yid uh, three days before Tishbev. Yeah. Uh, the inverse of that uh, is the worst case scenario would be that he shows just enough for the coaching staff to take to not take QB in the first round next year and tries to build around him, and he ends up just being another middling QB. That I think is a very good take. Which is if Rosen shows some flashes and they get afraid to. Although I think in general teams have been smart uh, enough not to do that. In fact, with the very same player last year, the Cardinals were smart enough not to do that. Right? The, a lot of teams would have been hesitant to bail on their top pick after one year. And the Cardinals were ballsy enough to do that with Josh Rosen in order to well, get Well, only Murray. because only because they could get Kyler Murray, right? If they were picking 10th. Yeah, and because he was so bad. But that's the point. You're not going to bail on your quarterback for the eighth pick, but you yeah. will often bail on your quarterback for now, the Now, let me ask pick. a question. When we get to the 32-minute mark, and we're not there yet, are we, yeah. we going like, to like have some kind of horn or buzzer or what? Yeah, there's a, whatever you want. You put in a horn or a buzzer, but you have to give me a, like a five-minute warning when we're, when we're – Near the 32-minute mark. Why? So you can drop all your uh, great takes? We're gonna have, we have more than 32 minutes of content for all these episodes. All right. so. Well, so far you haven't told me a single – let me ask you a question. What reason do I have as an yes. uninterested viewer to watch, to tune in to a Miami Dolphins game? It's, it's not to watch Xavier I mean, Howard uh, uh, cover some other team's receiver. So, I mean, the answer is you have Kenyon Drake in fantasy, basically. That's the only okay. answer. So if you draft Kenyon Drake, because they don't have a fantasy caliber tight end, spend thirty dollars. They don't have a fantasy draftable cost. receiver right now. All right. So, yeah. yeah. Now Kenyon Drake, the, the advanced metrics loved him. He was getting hit before the line and getting like four something yards per carry. Their, their line was so bad yeah. last year. Pro Football Focus uh, and other sites have them as the worst offensive line in the league. I will say I'm a little bit higher on them. Uh, starting with Tunsil, who I think becomes a star. That Michael Dieter is the guard, left guard. They drafted him out of the third round in Wisconsin. Third round pick for this team means you're an automatic locked-in starter. Uh, their center, Kilgore, got injured after a couple games last year. was actually kind of decent until he got injured. Jordan Mills, if you remember from the Panthers, is the right tackle. Uh, he's he's sort of like a meh, you know, like a classically below average but not replacement level player. Yeah, I mean, that's the case uh, with most right But again, tackles. like we're talking May- – not an ideal, uh, not an ideal offensive line. If you're talking pass rush, well, Cameron Wake, who we haven't mentioned yet, is yeah, gone. He He's on Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, Robert Quinn is gone. Yeah. Robert Quinn is gone. They traded him for not They're so much. They're still paying Adamican too. So, I think, right. This team, which is generally a good pass rushing team, has had 31 sacks last year and is going to have less than that probably this yeah. year. So who's going to now? Who, maybe who's going to lead the team in sacks? Genius. I, I mean, their leading returning sacker, I believe, is 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 three. Is someone with three <laughs> off the top? That's of not mind. ideal. Yeah, I'm looking at their defensive line. I've never heard of these guys: Devon Godshu, Tank Carradine, uh, Charles Harris, uh, Nate or oh Nate. Okay, I mean like Dwayne Hendricks, Adolphus Washington. They got some good names at least. Joey Mabu. Yeah, they do have good names. That's really funny, by the way. Um, so- Joey Mabu. Uh, his last name is MBU. 
because the deal it should be MBU then. Probably. No, because I'm just working on a deal for Miami Beckham United, which is MBU. So that's why it's funny. All right. Yeah, but I think it's probably pronounced MBU. Yeah, Harris you mentioned is the guy that they're maybe a little bit optimistic could come through this year. Uh, their linebackers are returning from last year when they were atrocious. Kiko Alonso, Raekwon McMillan, Jerome Baker, all bad. Yeah. Uh, not So that's not a great situation. Alonso, if he was ever good, is now cl- getting close to 30. Yeah. Uh, really nothing exciting. Um, the, the the defense with Minka Fitzpatrick and Jones and the aforementioned Howard and McCain, they, they have bodies at least. Uh, their first-round draft pick uh, was, was Christian Wilkins, who's a defensive tackle from Clemson. They picked 13th overall. Uh, people really like him. He's got a master's degree. Uh, I don't know if he's like a star type player, but that might end up being the best player in their front seven. Again, there's very little here. There's a reason why this team is last. Um, I mean, they have all their draft picks and extra draft picks for next year. So I, I think the the play here is to – that's why Fitzpatrick is the worst guy if you're trying to get the first pick because they'll have a few weeks where he's good and that's you and he'll get you to 6-10, and 10, right? I mean, maybe. He did that last year for Tampa. He did that one year for your Jets. But he's also had a lot of seasons where, you know, he's just been garbage. So. The Josh McCown, and he's retired. The McCown type is the guy who can get you to, to like, always just lose every game. Get you to I mean, you're remembering, Fitz, I don't you're think remembering Fitzpatrick on the Jets in 2015. You're not remembering Fitzpatrick on the Jets in 2016. No, he was really bad, but they had, the, the team had nothing. They weren't able to block for him. Which, as opposed course, to, yeah, as opposed to this team, also. yeah. I mean, you got to... Uh, by the way, random guy, random... Yeah. Uh, so the I, I like uh, we have a segment this year called uh, Random Coach that you that uh, you know blast from the past coach. Uh, we're still working on the name. Uh, Jim Caldwell is is like his sort of chief offensive advisor here. Hmm. Uh, you know for the young coach. Hmm. So we get we get some Caldwell shots on the sideline. Yeah. If now now Jim Caldwell gets fired, has done very unlikely. well offensively when yeah. Peyton Manning is his quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Peyton Manning might be able to make this team this year. I don't know. He should come back. All right, uh, we're at the three-minute warning. Is there anything uh, the, else you want uh, to We say should also this? mention the owner is in the owner is in deep hot water. Yeah. Uh, sort of viewed as one of the more liberal owners in the league, but you have once before uh, and very correctly said that every billionaire only cares about their own monies yeah. and they do not care about Republicans or Democrats and they go where the money follows. You can say whatever you want. I'm just not going to say anything. Okay. Well, then it's not going to be 32 yeah. minutes. <laughs> All right, so we'll go to like 33 minutes. So, so just to let the listeners know, I just uh, said some things I can't say about But Kiva, you could say whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a nice brag. I'm just going to say that. Like, oh, I was going to comment on uh, the, the Democratic uh, primary race, but I just, I'm just i so connected to all of them. I'm so close with all 20 candidates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going, going out to lunch with Marion Wilson tomorrow, yeah. so I can't, I can't really do that. Would you want to go to lunch with Marion um, Wilson? So what is... I mean, probably not. I don't want to go to lunch with anybody. Yeah. If they want to come here and stay in my house, I guess that would be more interesting. I can I tell you something I've realized? I like eating alone. Yeah, I, I do like going out to a meal with people and talking. But then the center point, the, like the, the centerpiece of the meal to me is like the talking, and I'll focus less on the food. Um, but if it's just like a regular meal, I much rather go home and uh, like watch Netflix or or watch a show that I'm, I'm I need to catch up on and eat by myself. Yeah. Well, doesn't, doesn't I, like I, I have a couple of family members who, who recently mentioned that they like eating. They don't like watching people eat, and they don't like. Eating well, Jerry Seinfeld does a whole stand-up bit about that, right? Like, why? Why is the first date at a meal yeah. where you see everybody's terrible eating habits? And, yeah. Well, it's not anymore. I think that's a dated. That's a dated uh, date. People, reference, people right? aren't eating at, on dates anymore. Date, people know not to spend money. <laughs> not a, not a date one. You never spend money on date one. That's like date three. <laughs> you want to do a free thing or a bar where you get like one drink. Cheapskate. Nobody are. goes to a, nobody goes to date. 
Yeah. Uh, so the leader, the answer to the sack question, which I never got to before, is probably Charles Harris, okay. who was a first round pick, who did nothing in his second year. Uh, but again, we're talking about we're talking about uh, not big time names. Maybe the worst pass rusher in the NFL. I think they were 31st in pro football focus. So if you, again, what are teams building around the NFL nowadays, Chester? Quarterback, offensive line in particular, left tackle. Um, an edge rusher. A secondary edge rusher. Edge rusher. Pass edge rush. rusher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They have nothing. They have no quarterback. They have, they have an okay left tackle, but no overall offensive line. They have the worst edge rush situation in the league, and they do have a good secondary. So one out of four. Okay. Uh, and then if you want, if you want to add a, fi- a fifth thing, it would be receivers, which, again, they have very little mm-hmm. of. And the next thing we're going to talk about also doesn't have great receivers, but at least they have a tight end to sort of mask the ugliness. Well, why, why are you spoiling what we're sometimes. talking about tomorrow? This, Let people uh, be on there. I mean, it could be any. It could be the freaking. We could be talking about the 1995 Kansas City Chiefs. Who knows what team? Uh, who was the tight end on the Chiefs in 1995? I don't know. Probably Tony Gonzalez's dad, Tony Gonzalez no, Sr. Yeah, I was going to say. Tony Gonzalez played a long time. but uh, I was uh, Jay Novacek. We're talking about the 1993 Dallas Cowboys tomorrow. Uh, okay. All right. It's been 32 minutes, so goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.